While we were marching through Georgia, everybody swing your honey, swing your high and low. The Alaman left for the old left hand, around the ring you go. A grand old right to left walk on your heel and toe. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia. The wind blew and the wire swayed from side to side. As he stepped out onto the wire, everyone watching held their breath. Slowly, deliberately, he walked step by step out into space, balanced on a thin line that stretched across the gorge. Thousands of eyes watched him cross and a thousand voices cheered when he stepped to safety on the other side. It was 1970, and Carl Wallend. Wait, no, actually it wasn't. It was really 1886, and Professor Leon is crossing the gorge on a hemp rope rather than on a steel wire. Professor Leon, whose real name was J. St. John, had been entertaining crowds in Atlanta. He had walked a rope stretched above Grant Park and another between the city's two tallest buildings. A local Tallulah businessman had watched Leon perform and convinced him to walk across Tallulah Gorge. As I said, he would walk a traditional rope with 28 guy wires providing stability in the wind. One of those wires would actually snap during the crossing, making Leon sit down on the rope while men on either side pulled it tight and made it stable. It took about 10 minutes to do this. He carried a long balancing pole and swayed a little more after the wire snapped, but after about a half hour, he made it to the other side. The original plan was to cross and then go back, but the snapped wire was enough. Leon was exhausted and he was done. Professor Leon earned something between $250 and $1,000 for the spectacle. It depends on which source you look at. Was he even the first? Well, maybe, but there are tales of a Professor Bachman who crossed the gorge on a tightrope three years earlier. The problem is, there's no documentation of this walk and no mention of it in period newspapers. Quite a few sources talk about Professor Bachman in 1883, but not Professor Leon. It's possible the story got mixed up in the telling and the two got switched. Either way, we do know that two people crossed Tallulah Gorge on a tightrope. This is Moving Through Georgia, and this week, it's the other guy, Carl Walenda. Tallulah Gorge is about two miles long and runs about a thousand feet deep. The lake was created in 1913 as part of a hydroelectric dam project to provide electricity for Atlanta. Through the 19th and early 20th century, the town was a tourist destination as the railroad began bringing people up to enjoy the nature. Carl Walenda was 67 and considering the end of his performing career in 1969. He was approached by the daughter of Tallulah Falls mayor and brought up to view the gorge. Looking out into the open space, Walenda agreed to cross on a wire and added that he would also perform a headstand in the middle. His fee would be $10,000. A team of structural engineers worked for three weeks to build the two towers that would hold the wire. That 
one and one sixteenth inch wire weighed three tons and was stabilized with 56 guy wires spaced 30 feet apart. The wire bowed in the middle, dropping down 60 feet. I uh, wanted to do this episode after walking around Tallulah Gorge one day because I just had one question, and that was how on earth did they get the cable across the gorge? The answer, and I guess it's obvious for 1970s that they used a helicopter. I emailed a few companies that string long-distance power cables across things like lakes and gorges, and the one that answered me said the same thing. Use a helicopter. Don't ask me how Professor Leon got his rope across. For the walk across the gorge, I'm using a book entitled Walenda by Ron Morris. It's available online if you want to read the story of the Walenda family from Germany to Georgia. The book tells of a preacher from Iowa who called very, very early in the morning to warn Walenda not to do the walk. Another spectator pointed out that the winds were very unpredictable in and around the gorge, and he pointed out that light aircraft weren't allowed to fly over, so walking across on a wire wasn't a good decision. There's a story that a letter from Vietnam asked Walenda to do a second headstand to honor the boys fighting overseas, and he agreed to do it. The wind blew, and the wire swayed from side to side. As he stepped out onto the wire, everyone watching held their breath. Slowly, Deliberately, he walked step by step out into space, balanced on a thin line that stretched across the gorge. Thousands of eyes watched him cross. It was 1970, and Carl Walenda, yeah, really him this time, was walking across the gorge. 35,000 were in attendance, and it was a scorching 93 degrees. He wore a wireless microphone, and listeners to the BBC could hear him pray as he stepped out. And yes, he did do the two headstands. Walenda walked 1,100 feet, 700 feet above the floor of the gorge. His wife met him at the other side with a martini glass. Actually, on the recording, you can hear him say as he gets close to the end that he's coming up on martini time. However, he did very theatrically spill it out because the glass was full of water. The outfit he wore can still be seen at the Tallulah Gorge Visitor's Center, and you can see the towers that once held the wire. Walk around the gorge and you'll find markers at the start and end of his walk. Eight years later, when he was 73, Walenda planned to walk between two towers at a hotel in Puerto Rico. The wind was strong, and apparently the wires weren't secured correctly. He fell from 121 feet, ending his life and a very colorful career. As we finish, I just want to remind you that Moving Through Georgia is a history podcast that mostly focuses on history of Northeast Georgia. If you have any questions, comments, complaints, or suggestions, please send them to movingthroughgeorgia at gmail.com. And if you would like History of Northeast Georgia being suggested to more people, please give us those five stars. It really does help. 
At one point, there had been talk of hiring Carl's son, Nick Walenda, to recreate the walk in 2015, 45 years after his father. It didn't really work out. Nick had planned to incorporate some technology so the spectators could actually see his father walking out onto the gorge ahead of him, and they never really worked the trick out. Also, Nick never really mastered the headstand. By 2015, Nick had already accomplished a walk across the Grand Canyon and one across Niagara Falls, a stunt that his father had hoped to do but could never get permission for. At this point, Nick was looking to cap his career with world records and walks that would amaze the crowd. Instead of the gorge, he would walk between skyscrapers while blindfolded and even once walk across a volcano. A repeat of the Tallulah Falls walk was just never meant to be. Oh, and one last point that has nothing to do with any of this. At the end of the movie, Avengers Infinity War, there's a battle that takes place in Wakanda. I haven't seen the movie myself, but if you have, you may have already noticed that it was filmed at Hurricane Falls in Tallulah Gorge. Promenade that pretty gal to Georgia, that's all.